You're listening to Everyday Overcomers, a conversational podcast with real stories of experiencing and overcoming the inevitable ups and downs of life. May these stories challenge and encourage you to push through your own circumstances. I think it's safe to say that we have all been disappointed or let down in some way, shape, or form. In this episode, Adrielle will be talking about how she personally dealt with a very unexpected circumstance in her life that ultimately led to disappointment and feeling let down. Life is full of highs and lows. Things don't always go the way we thought or planned. People can and will let us down. People can and will hurt us and expectations can go unmet. In essence, disappointment is inevitable, but how we deal with these moments can be pivotal and have the power to change the trajectory of our life. Have a listen to this powerful story of how Adrielle decided to move forward and create space for healing and freedom in her situation. She is now living in restoration because of the choices she made. Hello, Adri. It is so good to have you on the show today. Hello. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> this is awesome. So good to have you here. I have really been looking forward to this discussion. As, and as you and I were talking earlier, I've been wanting to talk to you for a while, been wanting to touch base with you and interview you for this podcast. And I am really excited what you're going to share. Um, and for those listening, as I already mentioned, today we are talking about disappointment, how to overcome disappointment, what to do when disappointment arrives. And, you know, I understand there are many layers and facets to disappointment. There are different levels of severity. You know, there's also kinds of disappointment within a situation or um, disappointed at someone or a group of people or even disappointment within yourself. So there are many different situations and different yeah, circumstances and levels of severity, but I am really excited to hear what you are going to share today, Adri. And I just know that there's something that we are all going to take. But before we jump in, Adri, I would love for you to tell us a bit of what you're up to, those yes. that are listening that don't know you. Sure. Yeah, we would um, love to hear a bit about you. Oh, of course. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. And you're just a gem of a human. So it's just going to be the best conversation ever because you're who you are. You're amazing. <laughs> it's my pleasure, really. Um, yeah, so my name is Adri, um, full name Adrielle, but most of my friends call me Adri. I live in upstate New York, which is basically just a fancy way of saying that I don't live in New York City. <laughs> most people, <laughs> when you say New York, they immediately think New York City, but no, I live in the hills with the cows and the trees. So <laughs> it's good. Um, been living here for, well, grew up here my whole life, but moved back after college. So I've been here for about four years now. And let's see, I always have a coffee in hand. So wherever <laughs> I'm going, you will always see me with a coffee in hand. I love, love, love just being creative. So no matter what I do, um, I'm always trying to like create something or build something. And that kind of rolled into a business with my sister. So I opened up a business with my sister this past year, a little home life and style boutique. And yeah, other than that, I'm now in the midst of wedding planning. So I'm also engaged and just fully stepping into, yeah, marriage. So (laughs) it is a full season, but you know, like I said, with coffee in hand, we're good. We're we're good. Come on. Oh, Adri, that is awesome. I'm so, so excited for you. Um, When I actually saw the first pictures that you had opened up a store, I know that this is like 
I remember ideas kind of tossing around even when we um, lived together in college. Yeah. Um, so when I saw you post it on Instagram that you had started a store, I literally said out loud, I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> like she did it. Like I just, it just totally fits. Um, but I feel oh. like, man, there's just so much goodness happening in your life. And I feel like cheers to you. Um, oh, that is you. really, really exciting. And I'm so happy for you, for you both, you and Ryan. That is so awesome. Thank you. Um, and actually, there was a short story that I wanted to share because I was just reminiscing as I was thinking about our conversation that we're having right now. And I was just remembering of life living with Adri. I remembered oh um, <laughs> this one time particularly, it was like you and I just at home and I had just gotten back from class and I walked up to my room. I don't know if you remember this. I walked up to my room and my door was locked from the inside, like my bedroom door. And I was so confused because I was like, I didn't remember locking it. And then I was like, somebody in there. And I was just so <laughs> lost. And I went downstairs and I was just asking you about it, if you knew anything about it. And I was like, well, how am I going to, like, is this something you call like a locksmith for, for? you know, it's oh, a bit ridiculous. Right. And, um, and then I remembered that my window was cracked. Yes. <laughs> you were such a champ and you hoisted me up and I crawled I the side of the, I crawled the side of the house and like shimmied my way yes. into the window and there, it was really a sight to see and it was just I have, I have no, a picture <laughs> I was gonna say I think there's photos somewhere that you took yeah um but I was just remembering that I'd like forgotten about it and I was like I'm oh my god he helped me climb the side of the house oh that is so funny Good memories. Anyways, we are going to jump straight in. Yeah, about a time that maybe you've been let down or felt disappointed. I mean, gosh, what a topic. You know, it's like there's just so much opportunity in life mm. to be disappointed. Um, I think that whether it's, you know, like you had prefaced with circumstances or life changes or unmet expectations, whether that's in people, just the career, like there's just so much opportunity to find yourself disappointed. And I would be, you know, shocked to say that I probably have been disappointed a handful of times. Um, mm -hmm. But it has been quite the journey, I would say in the past couple of years, specifically, um, just because I don't think you really realize how much expectation you have in life until it doesn't go unmet. Mm. <laughs> and it's not until those moments come where you're like, oh, I actually put a lot in that and mm. a lot of my expectation in that. And here I find myself, you know, hurting or, you know, disappointed. But I would say like, immediately my mind goes to probably one of like the most I would say life-changing events that has happened for me um, was when I was in college. And um, so this would have been about five years ago now. And I had found out that my parents were getting divorced. Mm. And, you know, mind you, like I grew up in a Christian household. My parents were just so, so great. I have, you know, two other siblings and I would say like relatively speaking we grew up in a very healthy environment um family was just like a huge focus for us and you know the food the culture the aspect of family like traditions all of that you know um so going away to college for a year and being there for that time um you know it was hard for me because I you know wanted to be with my family and then just hearing that there was kind of turmoil happening on the home front was very mm. shocking um yeah. so then when I found out like hey you know 
your mom and I are going through stuff and, you know, we're, we're going to be separated. It was just like, you know, talk about disappointment. You're like, what? Like, I think you realize how much expectations you really have on your parents and just this standard you kind of put them at, whether you realize it or not. And, you know, speaking to an audience that comes from probably just such an array of being raised with different types of parents and different households, like no matter what situation or household you found yourself in, I'm sure there was still a level of expectation from a parent. And so, yeah, just feeling that like hurt and confusion and I guess just blindsided, you know, that of course creates all of these emotions and just kind of like, okay, is there something that I could have done better? You know, you start going down this trail in your head of what could have changed, how could I have changed it? And so, yeah, I would say like, that was probably a very pivotal moment in my life where I would say disappointment struck the hardest. Mm -hmm. And mostly came out of a place where it just seemed like all was fine and well and dandy. And then all of a sudden it wasn't. Thank you so much for opening about that, especially stories like this, you know, maybe can be hard to reopen and um, just want to say that we appreciate that. I appreciate that. Something you said, you don't realize how much expectation you do have until it goes on. And I think that sometimes when we realize that, you know, when we're disappointed and then, oh, maybe I had more expectation or hope in this situation than I realized. And sometimes that can make us feel silly or stupid, you know, and then you think, okay, yeah, what did I do wrong? So that actually kind of goes into one of the questions that I wanted to ask you, and that is what role does knowing your worth and value or your identity play in in dealing with disappointment? Mm. Yeah, that is just a key question right there. I think that has everything to do with, you know, how you approach situations like this, because, you know, what happens if all of who I was, was in my parents' Like all of who I am as their child was riding on the tailcoat of who they are, then, you know, my life would have just been shattered. And you realize that there are parts of you that I identify with that when something like this happens. But the most important part for me in that season was to stand back and kind of be like, okay, I am not responsible for their marriage. I am, you know, not in charge of their decision making. And that kind of created that feeling in me is, you know, I'm a firstborn child. So naturally (laughs) I was like, you know, grew up as, okay, like I'm the second mommy in the house, you know? (laughs) And so, you know, growing up, you don't realize that these traits kind of build up in you over time. And so Mm -hmm. I took on a lot of responsibility. I took on a lot of, you know, whatever, anyone else was feeling, I would pick up their emotions. And so very empathetic in that way. And so of course, something like this happens, and I just felt responsible. And so I had to take a step back, going back to your question, and kind of realize, okay, who am I in this situation? I am their daughter, and I have to play that role and let them be the parents and let them be the ones to figure this out. And then really, you know, even taking a bigger step back and being like, my identity actually lies in my father, Father God, and mm. he's the one that I have to look to and not my earthly parents because they are at fault. Like they are human and that's okay. Mm. And to understand like that separation of, you know, who they are 
is not what they do. So that isn't fair to them to allow them to mess up and allow them to be human. Wow. And great that you could also, you got to the point that you can sort of, you know, whether it is compartmentalize or, you know, kind of break it down, I should say, and think, okay, who am I in this situation? What role should I actually be playing? And what are the good thoughts that I should actually be having here? Right. Another question I have, you know, what kind of different things can happen if you're not dealing with those disappointments? I think we all know that, you know, when we're let down or our expectations aren't met, there's some form of repercussion. What kind of different things, whether you've noticed with other disappointments or, you know, you can look back and see now, okay, that probably would have happened if I, you know, didn't deal with it. (laughs) Well, I am the queen of sweeping things under the carpet. So <laughs> so this has been something I've had to actually practice and learn because, you know, it's like, no, nope, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Nothing to see over here. You know, that's like my go-to. Hmm. Um, and so I actually remember like when this whole thing unfolded, I don't know where this came from or how I had the capacity to do this, but I just like shelved my emotion, which is like, okay, I'm going to deal hmm. with that later. And I was like in the middle of some sort of project for college. Of course, we were always just doing something. Um, (laughs) And so I just like fixated all my attention on that and somehow was able to just shift. And that was not healthy. You know, Um, I should have been able to actually process what I had just heard. Um, But I think that now looking back and processing all of these things, even years later, um, and spoiler alert, like my parents are now back together and happily married. So (laughs) come on, come on. So this this story ends on a high, but it goes to show that like these things that I'm saying are so necessary because I've seen how they've done damage and I've seen how they've worked and healed. Mm. But yeah, I think that the most important thing is genuinely taking the time, genuinely processing your emotions, genuinely talking to people and bringing it to the light because it's so easy to just hide in isolation and, you know, putting a bandaid over a bullet wound is just not going to help anything. Mm -hmm. And so it's better to just get it all out there and, you know, process these things with people and in a healthy community, you know, people who are going to tell you the truth straight but then also comfort you and and give you what you need in that season. So yeah, dealing with that disappointment and knowing the expectations you have, it's important to communicate that with whomever it may have been that you're disappointed with. You know, at that point, it was more of a circumstance that my parents were going through. It wasn't necessarily them that they've done something to me because I had to separate their situation from the repercussions of it, if that makes sense. I wasn't, like I had said, responsible for what they were going through, but I was dealing with the repercussions of their decision. Mm. So I had to understand, okay, the disappointment that I have to share with them has to be in, you know, maybe how it was dealt with or what are we doing to mend this? How are we going to move forward from here? Rather than I'm disappointed in how you handled your marriage. Like, that's not fair for me to say, you know, Mm. right? (laughs) And there's been plenty of other situations in my career or, you know, you expect to do one thing and God's just like, nope, we're taking a left instead of a right here. (laughs) You're like, Mm. what? Or, you know, expectations in leadership, Mm. especially nowadays. And even you see it just in lifestyle or the church here and the local church or globally, even I've just seen Mm. so many people just 
fall short of the expectation that's been put on them. And it's, it's a wonder of, you know, where are they wearing their weight? Is it Hmm. from the people? Are they taking what the people are expecting of them and putting it on their shoulders? Or, you know, are they then turning that over and surrendering it to God? Because Hmm. there needs to be that turnover. Otherwise, disappointment is just going to hit hard and we don't want to see that happen all over. And I want to take personal responsibility in any way that I can, you know. Totally. I really loved what you said about being able to process your emotions and your thoughts, whether that's talking to someone, talking to a community, talking to a professional or your friends. Um, And sometimes I think, you know, we say process emotions and it's sort of like, okay, what is that? What does that mean? How do I, how do I do that? At least sometimes that's my thoughts. If someone's like, oh, process this or blah, 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 Mm -hmm. blah, you know, and really it's just, you know, instead of turning to Netflix or your phone or this or this task or this thing that needs to get done, you take 10 minutes and say, you know, this is what I'm feeling. And I just need to think about that. Right. Why am I feeling that? What's what's behind this? Yes. You know, and to take that time to really think where are these emotions coming from? And when I think like process, particularly like emotions or thoughts, it's almost like this trail and these checkpoints because there's always something behind it, you know, um, right. and so taking that time of, okay, I'm, I'm just, I'm not going to deflect. I'm not going to distract myself with other tasks and necessary things that need to get done, you know? Um, but I'm just going to take 10 minutes instead. And I'm just going to think about this or else yeah. I'm going to harbor it in and bitterness can form and resentment can form yep. because I've unprocessed these expectations or, you know, or these letdowns or something like that. And so additionally, what role do you think forgiveness can play when you're trying to overcome a disappointment, a letdown? Um, yeah, forgiveness is everything. <laughs> it really is. It is. It is what your goal should be. I think that it's easy for us to say like, oh yeah, I forgive you or I will forgive them. Um, But I think it's necessary in order for you to be whole and healthy. And, you know, they always say like forgiveness isn't for them, it's for you. And I I think that, you know, it's it's for both. But at the end of the day, it it is genuinely going to do you better if you Mm -hmm. forgive. And what that shows is like your relinquish of control. You know, I think that the reason why people feel disappointment on such a deep level is because they want control. They want control of a situation. They want control of other people. And it sounds so like terrible, but it Mm. really is just like this subliminal subconscious thing that I think we as humans operate in wanting to know the outcome or wanting to be able to have a say when it doesn't go that way that then creates that downfall and disappointment and that hurt but it comes from and it stems from being you know wanting to have control over a situation I think that when you forgive what you're ultimately doing is you're saying hey like I don't have control and I don't want control I want freedom in this relationship and I don't want there any there to be anything in between us that prevents our relationship from moving forward and I and I do think that at the end of the day like I would want that from someone you know Hmm. because guess what I've disappointed people you know uh, newsflash Hmm. I'm not perfect so it's like (laughs) it's like you have to put yourself in the mirror and really see like okay 
I can't have these expectations on people because what that does is it actually places them on a pedestal and it actually puts them in this place of almost like having forgiveness is part of it. It needs to be this almost daily thing. Like, Hey, I'm so sorry if there was something that I did that didn't meet up to your expectations. Can you forgive me? And verbally saying that, because I think in our heart of hearts, we might be able to walk through life and be like, okay, I forgive that person. Or mm. yeah, I know, I, I know that by the way they're treating me, they've forgiven me, but deep down, like you have to say it. I think that there's power in our words and that that goes way further than just thinking it about someone or just kind of, you know, like I said, brushing it under the carpet be like, yeah, we're fine. Everything's cool. Oh man, I feel like you just slapped my soul. Forgiveness <laughs> is to relinquish control. Wow, I feel like that's freeing some people because yeah, I've never quite heard it explained like that. And I think there's definitely truth there. Actually, as you were saying that, I was thinking how maybe either in this situation or other situations, um, how was that process of forgiveness for you? As in, was it something, okay, just kind of immediately happened in this moment, you just felt this release of control or was it sort of a continual, maybe you just need to say it for a few months and Mm -hmm. remind yourself or what was that like for you? Yeah, no, good question. Because honestly, like, I'm still in the process of it. You know, I think that there's this initial forgiveness that needs to happen where everything that has been done, whether it's to you or you were the person maybe doing it, it's been forgiven. And I think we see that in our relationship with Christ, right? We know we're forgiven. Mm -hmm. Like, Right. Everything is covered. But then there's the daily, there's the ongoing, there's the things Mm -hmm. that surface that you're like, oh, I didn't know this was here. And same with our relationship with Christ. Oh, Lord, can you forgive me for that? Well, yes. Why do we say that if we know we're forgiven? Well, Mm -hmm. we kind of have to just have that daily reminder because we're still fallen. And so same thing goes in this kind of situation. And I think even more so now than ever, I'm kind of seeing this because I'm about to get married. And so (laughs) it's so fresh to me. And mind you, my parents have now been remarried for about three years. So So cool. It's, yeah, it's, we're, we're very much at like, you know, the tail end of this and, you know, the healing obviously is still ongoing, but we're living in the victory part of it now. Um, But now that I'm like approaching marriage and having these conversations with Ryan, we're kind of addressing this stuff. And I'm like, wow, Mm -hmm. I still have this in me that I didn't realize, you know, that I'm bringing this into my marriage. And, you know, we want to stop this here and now as much as we can. And you being married now for a couple of years, you probably Hmm. know what that's actually (laughs) like. (laughs) You think like, oh, yeah, we, we got it all together. But then, you know it's not until a moment comes where you're like, wait, I thought we dealt with, or that I had personally dealt with this. So Hmm. yeah, I think that forgiveness is ongoing and it needs to be. If you Hmm. think that you've fully forgiven or you've fully healed from something, I feel like there's always something more. There's always Hmm. another area that can be addressed or another way to get better and grow. And you know, that's life. We're always growing and developing. That's right. I was just thinking that, you know, what a relief for myself, for people listening. Sometimes we think, oh, maybe I haven't forgiven that or maybe this, that and the other, you know, but like you said, sometimes it's, it's really a process. Maybe you have forgiven them, but there's still some things that just come up through the cracks every once in a while. And it's not that you're doing anything wrong. It's just something else to address and something else to work through. And you keep moving on just like you're doing. I think, wow, mm-hmm. it's such a, such a great example to see you working through this. Yeah, would love some advice, I think, 
Um, you know, when someone lands or they find themselves in this place of, okay, I've just been let down pretty hard or this just happened and I'm super disappointed, whether it's, you know, in myself or somebody else as we expressed, how do you initially move forward from that? And sort of like we mentioned, maybe to try to make sure we don't go into bitterness or immediately just sweep mm-hmm. it under the rug, et cetera. <laughs> what, what do you think are some things that help, can help us move forward? Yeah. Um, learn from my mistakes. Yeah. Don't sweep it under the rug. <laughs> um, uh, I would say, you know, every situation is different. If it's like a minor thing where somebody just didn't follow through on something that you had expected of them. Well, that's something you can address right there now. Hey, just so you know, I expected this of you. It would be really great if you had communicated that to me better next time. Let's just aim to be better. Okay, Mm. cool. That's, you know, one and done. But if it's something huge, if it's something that's life changing, if it's a disappointment that hits on a deeper level, I think that it's important to first off, like take a step back and pray. I'm a huge person in prayer. I think that ultimately what that does is it gives you perspective that you don't have. You're not going to just sit there and ramble off all your problems to God and walk away still with your problems. Um, You're sitting there and you're like, okay, I need your perspective on this. Like, what do I do? So getting that ultimately helps. And whether the situation changes or not, like the end of the day, you know that, like we had said before, you're relinquishing that control. And I think that Mm -hmm. that's, that's a huge step forward in working out disappointment. But practically too, I would say if you need to take a step back from people, then understand that, understand that situation. And it's better to respond in that way than have them be near you within, you know, a shot range because you haven't necessarily processed or communicated to them what they have done. Because of that, now you're just reacting off the cuff and you're putting more damage on your current relationship. Um, so if you need to take a step back to give space, then I think that that's important as, as well. But ultimately, moving forward, I think the best thing is, like we had said, prayer, forgiveness, and taking it day by day. You know, disappointment is something that lingers, and that's kind of what makes it unique as an emotion, I guess, if we're categorizing it as that. I was thinking of what you said at the very beginning of you were able to step back and recognize your tendencies, I think you were able to say, I'm one that I sweep it under the rug. That is my go-to and you fight against that every time, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's something that you have to work toward. And I think that that's going to help you so much as well when you, when you realize, okay, this is how I deal with disappointment and this is how I deal with letdown. Um, And that's going to help me, you know, step into that day to day. And that's going to help me, you know, recognize where I'm at and how to move forward. You know, I think that we all have natural tendencies. You know, I tend to just write those people off exactly what you were just talking about. Like, Mm, you know, I look back and I'm like, "Mm, but I'm not perfect either. I definitely (laughs) let people down and I definitely disappoint people, you know, and So recognizing your tendency of like, okay, that's kind of what I need to fight against then. If my tendency is to like close in, write people off or just pretend like it's not happening. Right. You know? Yeah. 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 Like those can be something unhealthy and take you down a wrong path. But 
Adrielle, yeah, thank you so much for opening up and sharing this story. I feel like it's helped me so much, even though my stories and even people listening in maybe have a completely different disappointment, different story, or maybe they've also dealt with parents who have divorced, but it's a different situation. But I feel like what you said can help with so many different situations and circumstances. And there's things that I've written down here that I'm taking with me and things that I've learned. So thank you so much. It has been such a big eye opener for me. And I know that it's going to bless so many people that are listening in. Thank you so much for your time and all the best with your store. If you are East side, if you are by New York, check out her store. Yeah. What is it called, Adrian? Foundation Collective. Foundation Collective. It is absolutely beautiful. Check them out on Instagram. It's fantastic. (laughs) And all the best with your wedding planning. It's going to be. Thank you for tuning into the show. I would love to hear from you. If you are on Instagram, take a screenshot of the episode you listened to and let me know what your favorite part of the episode was, your favorite quote, or even something that you learned. Tag me in your photo so I can see what is helping you the most. You can find my Instagram page and email in the description of this podcast. This is a great way for me to keep bringing in content and topics that mean the most to you. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Thanks again for tuning in.